Hey everyone, it's Ask a Stupid Question Day, and I'm asking some stupid but fun questions about H-Town with lead producer Dina Kespa, producer Carleon Jones, and Hey Houston editor Brooke Lewis. Before you listen, just remember, no question is too stupid. It's September 28, 2023. I'm Rahil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Okay, before we get to all of the stupid questions we have about the city, Carly, I want to start with you. What is the stupidest question you've been asked by somebody that doesn't live here about Houston? Okay, so what's funny is I got this question literally last night. Um, I have a friend who's thinking about moving here from California, and he asked me, do all of y'all own like cowboy boots and hats and wear them everywhere? And then he also asked me if he needs to learn how to do yeehaw dances, which I was like, what are we talking about here? A yeehaw dance? But (laughs) he's talking about line dancing, and I'm just like... No, but we do do those a lot. But, you know, I thought that was just a Southern thing just in general. But apparently it's a yeehaw dance, y'all. I think that's the number one question, right, ladies, is do y'all wear cowboy boots and cowboy hats everywhere when you tell somebody you're from Houston, which is for whatever reason, I don't know why that is still a stereotype, but we don't. We don't wear cowboy hats and boots. No, No, special occasions only. But you know what? In his defense, right? I feel like, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I was taught like line dancing and square dancing in school as part of like our curriculum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like maybe he does need to learn that. (laughs) No, and it is very strange to me that we just all went along with it. Like, I mean, we had no other choice. We were like in elementary school, but it was like a whole thing. And I actually looked forward to it because then at the end we would learn it and we would have this big like square dancing day and your parents would come and you would dress up and I, w- I was really into it like I was like I'm gonna show off my square dancing skills did your square dancing day like did it involve having like to dress up like as a cowgirl too because we did that yes. like we had like little yes. stick horses and everything yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's a whole thing you learn it to me square dancing is like algebra you will never use it in real life exactly that's what I think is hilarious and also I think the yeehaw part I'm like when have you ever said yeehaw? Like, I've literally never <laughs> Honestly, said it. Yeah. It never is a part <laughs> yeah. of my vocabulary. But I think they just think we're walking around with our cowboy boots, our hats, and we're saying yeehaw. Like, we're just, I'm not yeah. saying it. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't get it. Why is that stereotype still out there? Like, is it in popular media now? It's not, right? Like, every time you see Houston on mm-hmm. a broadcast for an NFL game, for anything, an NBA game, the Super Bowl they don't show people in cowboy hats and boots anymore. It's like we are a diverse city that has its own style and its own fashion. But for whatever reason, Texas still rings that cowboy mentality. I think it's like our artists, though. I don't think it's like the football games or anything like that. I think it's like how we have mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. She wears hats and boots in a lot of her like things. Yes. And Beyonce does mm-hmm. too. True. Like I, I will That's say true. that I went to the Beyonce concert this week and I had on a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. And he's seen the picture, <laughs> so I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly. but, but here's the thing: it's like cowboy chic, like yes. the cowboy you thing go. that they're talking yes. about. It's not like Beyonce <laughs> is cowboy chic, mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. Like, I feel like Houston is cowboy chic. I think mm-hmm. the cowboy that they're talking about is Dallas, you guys. That's what yeah. I think they're talking about. Oh, that's when a they good think point. It's, yeah. it's totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I'm talking I mean, like, Beyonce was wearing a Telfar tracksuit. Nobody points that out as Houston. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on. Like, I know it's a New York brand, but still, yeah. can we get credit for that? Like, that's, that's true. Houston, no, right? I'm just taking no. the country parts. But like she said, like Brooke said, it's definitely cowboy chic because my boots were sparkly gold. So was the hat. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Yeah. But, you know, like, I really don't wear boots unless I'm going to a trail ride, a rodeo, or a concert. Outside of that, I'm not walking around. Boots mm-hmm. hurt, first of all. Let's just start there. It's not yeah. comfy. They're not comfy. Yeah, they're not comfy. <laughs> Mm-mm. I bought some in 2018 and they've been sitting in my closet since 2018. Wait, I wore them one okay. time, wore them to the rodeo and I've never worn them again. Because every time I go to the rodeo, I'm like, I'm going to walk a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing comfortable yeah. shoes. Why would I wear boots? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're so not comfortable. I couldn't get behind one, yeah. the price mm-hmm. and the discomfort. So I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Well, Dina, let's take it with you. What's the stupidest question you've been asked about Houston? If I get around town and to school on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is oh no. <laughs> it's just laughable. <gasps> Although I do see, I do see a lot of people next to me riding their horse around town. No, yeah. but they're not <laughs> dropping their kids off on the horse, though. I've never seen a horse in the school <laughs> line. <laughs> Like behind a school bus, exactly, or just like on I ten, on I forty five. Like, can you imagine? Like, we're never there. Yeah, never on like a busy street. Yeah, you don't see it there, but you do on Sundays when you go to certain parts of town, mm-hmm. like especially the north side. Yeah. You do see people riding horses in the mm-hmm. park, like yeah. non ironically. Okay, they're just enjoying riding it. Yeah. So there is a little truth to that one. I've seen it multiple times in a leaf, just like on the road next to me yeah. on the sidewalk, and I'm like, what are? You, where is it? Like, where are you even keeping this horse? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I see it a lot. I see it a lot in Richmond Rosenberg because there's just more land more out land. here. Yeah. Especially I when you go towards that. the Rosenberg side, you see it a lot. And especially during Fort Bend County Fair season, which is starting. So mm-hmm. you do see horses. How about yeah. you, Brooke? Yeah, for me, I mean, this is a valid question, but this is how I throw it back to them. So it is, how do you survive the summer? How do you survive how <laughs> hot it is? And it's always in this like, you know, terrified voice. And I throw it back because I'm like, how do you survive the negative temperatures, the mm. freezing cold weather, the snow that's constant? How do you survive shoveling your car? And it's just like we survive it just like you survive the winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we stay inside. Yeah. We stay inside until we can go outside. That's what we can do. Yeah, you can't even go outside in the winter. They all look so pale during the winter. At least we can go outside in the evening. Come on. Yeah, the, the heat one is a big question. Yeah. Yeah, it's Facts. like we have air conditioning and we have Netflix and we're okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, let's get to questions that we have about the city. All right, we can now ask our stupid questions about the city of Houston. And again, no question is too stupid. And also, we're going to get to the listener questions here shortly. So let's start with you, Carly. What's your stupid question about Houston? Okay, so, you know, we live in Texas, and I know that we can pretty much just have guns as long as you don't have, like, a criminal record, right? But what I've always wondered is, is there a limit to how many guns you can own in your house? I don't think there is, right? Mm-hmm. It is a free-for-all. It's you wild. Can, as many guns as you want. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of crazy to think about. It is when you put that in perspective, like thinking about a person just having a closet of guns. Or a warehouse in Texas. And they're expensive too. It's not like guns are cheap. That's the other thing. Like we've seen people make their Christmas cards with their guns out, right? And you're like, man, that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. right there. Like, do you really need that much? And I guess you're balling if you're spending that much on guns. But yeah, I don't think there's a limit here. That's interesting. Yeah, there's no law that restricts the sale or purchase of multiple firearms, y'all. 
So you can get them all yes, at one time. Texas. Like you can go in there and be like, yeah, give me 12 of them. That's you give me yeah. a dozen. <laughs> this <is> crazy. Okay. <laughs> Wholesale. Give me a yeah, dozen. Just pass them over here. <laughs> just pass just them like over you're here. ordering food. <laughs> I like a dozen guns. <laughs> I have a question about why do we call it feeders? Because nobody else calls it that. And I was reminded of that when I got to college and I started talking to, you know, students from other cities. And when we're driving with them in Austin, you're like, oh, yeah, you just hop off and get onto the feeder. And they're like, what's the feeder? Mm -hmm. Everyone just calls it a service road or a frontage road. Mm -hmm. Why do we call it a feeder? I don't know. Who even started that? It's weird to think of frontage road being called feeder. And I can't even think like myself saying frontage road sounds like it just sounds incorrect. Yeah. I feel like it has to be feeder road. I don't yeah. know why. The way it was explained to me, because I had the same experience for Heal when I got to college, because I had friends and they were also from Texas. So it's like a very Houston thing to call it feeder. They would call it access, frontage. But my parents always explained it to me that, yeah, the main highway, when you exit, you're feeding into the road. Yeah. So you're, you're feeding into it. That's and so it, that to me just makes sense. Calling it a frontage road or an access road just sounds weird. Just doesn't sound right. Yeah. So 1.97% of America calls it a feeder road. That 1.97% of the population is all in the Houston area. Yeah. Like clearly <laughs> that's where it is. So We're the only people that call it feeders. <laughs> And it's funny when you go outside of the city, like when you get to I-10 going towards San Antonio, you'll see that the frontage roads are different there. They are actually like roads or two-way roads. And it's mm -hmm. not just a one-way exit with businesses on the side. They actually turn into frontage roads, not feeders. So even the way they're built out in Houston is different than the way they're built out in the country. So it is a Houston-specific thing. I love that. You're blowing my mind right now because I don't know why I've never paid attention that other people don't call it a feeder row. Like, I'm so used to that word <laughs> that, like, I'm like, what? Like, only Houston uses this? This is crazy. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> even Dallas doesn't. Because yeah. as, as Brooke mentioned, even my friends from Dallas, I'm like, yeah, just hop on the feeder and then we'll, we'll be right there. And they're like, what's the feeder? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very Houston specific thing. Wow. Uh, Dina, what question do you have? That's a stupid question about Houston. All right. So there's a neighborhood in Galveston and it's called Jamaica Beach. And I'm just like, how the heck did it get that name? Especially because like when you think Galveston, it is far from anything related to Jamaica. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. The water is nasty out there compared to Jamaica. So that is my question. Like, how did it get its name? Oh, I have the answer here for you. <laughs> Prior to its development, <laughs> Jamaica Beach was a burial ground for the Karakua people. And mm. then Johnny Goyan and Earl Galsarin of the Jamaica Corporation developed Jamaica Beach as a 2000 lot resort subdivision. And later on, it blew up to the Jamaica Beach we now know. So it was developed by the Jamaica Corporation. I don't know why they were called the Jamaica Corporation. It was probably to grab some of those tropical feelings i guess <laughs> when you think of like like jamaica yeah this is jamaica of the south right here i don't know oh lord it is not jamaica. It is, yeah yeah i love that we just go along with it because like i you know i'm team galveston here along with Raheel, so i love going to galveston 
And I would just be like, yeah, we're going to Jamaica Beach. Like, I, no questions asked. I don't know why. It's called Jamaica. It, it's, we're not in Jamaica. But I was just like, we're just going over there. <laughs> that is weird. But there you go. That's why it's called Jamaica Beach. Okay, Brooke, how about you? Okay, so I feel like my sports-loving dad is going to roll his eyes at this question. But I've always wondered, why do we call Houston Clutch City? I never understood that. Oh, your sports loving host is rolling his eyes at you, Brooke. <laughs> I'm with Brooke though. Why is it called Clutch City? I, so Dina, I know you don't know either. It's like, oh my god! I knew. I know that it's something Rockets related. I know it's like yeah. I know bits and yeah. pieces of the story, but I don't right. know the full timelines. I need it broken down for me. Same. Okay. Same. So on the road to the first championship for the Houston Rockets. They were down to the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference semifinals. They blew two huge leads. And the Chronicle printed this huge front page blasting article about the Rockets and called them Choke Ooh. City because they were Damn. supposed to win the championship. This was one of the best teams. And they just called them straight up Choke City. The Rockets come back and win that series. They get to the NBA Finals. They're trailing the New York Knicks 3-2. to two. They come back home, win the NBA championship, and thus they became Clutch City. So they took it from Choke City to Clutch City, and that's how we got the name. And that team led by Hakeem Olajuwon, and then the following year, Clyde Drexler, they were just one of the more clutch teams out there. So that's why we're called Clutch City, and there's just this clutch thing about Hakeem and that group that we always love. See, the rumor I heard was kind of like that. I just knew it was related to Hakeem because he was like so big in the community. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, because he's a clutch dude. That's why. <laughs> didn't really. Yeah, he is a clutch no. like, Yeah. Yeah, he was actually very clutch. He, in fact, in game six, blocked a game-winning three-point attempt from John Starks, if I remember correctly. And that was a clutch defensive play. So it just started, like everything became clutch. And now we hear that term clutch so much. Okay. Thanks for the history lesson because I think I knew the whole Choke City thing because, you know, Mm -hmm. Chronicle alumni over here. So I think I knew that, but I just never knew how do we go from Choke City to Clutch City? And I will have to (laughs) shout out Clutch the Bear, the mascot, because that is my favorite mascot of any Houston team. He's He's so so adorable and he's such a cutie. So I feel like Clutch, I'm sorry that I didn't know why your name was Clutch. (laughs) (laughs) And inflatable Clutch is my favorite Clutch. This is one of the funniest things he does. Okay, we have some listener questions. And I don't know if these are stupid questions more than just good questions about the city of Houston. On Twitter, Amin Bundeli says, what is the best month of weather in Houston? Ooh, Ooh, pick a month, ladies. What is the best month of weather we have here in the city of Houston? I will say it's March? April. April. Yeah, I was yeah, with April March or, or April. March, like around yeah. there because it's nice. It's cool. You get it is a little hot towards the end of April, but mm-hmm. you still get that spring feeling. So I'm going to go April. How about you, Brooke? Yeah, I think it's whenever the rodeo starts again. It's like right around that time of year because it's usually not too hot and it's sometimes a little cold, but there's no humidity for a few weeks and it just mm-hmm. never lasts, but usually around that stretch. Okay. Carly, how about you? I would definitely say March because like it has that nice breeze outside. It's not too hot. Mm-hmm. Like weather's in about like the seventies, eighties, definitely a good time to go outside. Yeah. You can wear a hoodie, feel good mm-hmm. and not sweat in it. Exactly. I like that. March, exactly. March all the way. I'm with you. 
Okay. B. Hannon on Instagram asked us, when will Almeda Road ever be smooth? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> that is so That's the charm of it. That's asking like, when will construction ever end in Houston? Never. Right. Yeah. Never. It's never going to end. Or like, when will Richmond ever be smooth? It, it, oh my, or never. Kirkwood? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's never. It's never going to happen. It's like a roller coaster. That, that was by far the stupidest question, right? Yeah. Like, when will X road ever be smooth? Yeah, exactly. I'm just messing with you, Hannah. <laughs> okay. Before I get to some rapid fire questions, do y'all have any other questions that you want to ask about Houston, but you're like, I don't know, this might be too dumb or too stupid. This is a safe space. So ask away. I have one more question. Okay. Are we the only state that has a state pledge? Because, you know, they always tell us like, oh, yeah, Texas, y'all are full of y'allself. You love your state a little bit too much. Like, are we the only people that sit there and do these pledges <laughs> to the flag every morning? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I can't think of anybody else I've met that ever says a state pledge. Are there other state pledges, y'all? So, I honestly, I thought the same thing, Carly, because I remember this in high school. And we're not alone. Apparently, there are other states out there who have pledges for their flags. Okay, so we're not... It's not just because we're full of ourselves. Okay. Who knows the Texas pledge without looking at oh, it? I know it. Okay, Carly, go. I know it, too. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I think I know it. Let's say... Three, two, one. Let's I, do it together. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Unison, okay? I pledge allegiance to, to the Texas, Texas like one state. I thought one it was honor. State. The, I thought it was honor. <laughs> The Texas flag. Ah, honor the Texas flag. Going. No, you're right. You're right. I pledge allegiance oh, yeah, to the Texas flag. One state under God, one, one state indivisible. Under God, one indivisible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas one state under God, one and indivisible. Yo, we fumbled okay. that. It's been a while since I've had to say. This is giving me flashbacks because in our like morning announcements, did you guys have it where you could get picked to do the the pledge yes. like over the yeah. speaker oh and it was such a big deal like i remember getting picked for that and i was like oh my god my voice is gonna be over the whole thing and i get to say the texas pledge oh my god. yeah that was a big deal that was a big deal oh flashbacks are coming right now oh my god that is crazy. oh my god i'm horrified <laughs> here's one for our neighbors to the east louisiana i pledge allegiance to the flag of the state of louisiana and to the motto for which it stands a state under god united in purpose and ideals confident that justice shall shall prevail for all of those abiding here oh my god that is a long mm. yeah that is, that is too a long, long one yeah. that is long that's interesting <laughs> here's arkansas this is the best one <laughs> i salute the arkansas flag with its diamond and stars we pledge our loyalty to mm. thee quick easy done yeah, that wow. was, yeah. that's Very so like, yeah. intense i pledge our loyalty to thee oh. okay now i'm going to rapid fire some questions and get your thoughts on this okay mm -hmm. Ready. Can you live in Houston without a car? No. 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 <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Impossible. Impossible. Did you grow up on a farm? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this is one we've already discussed. Do you even have a winter? Mm, no. Well, mm -hmm. actually, a like couple February weeks. 20. <laughs> yeah. 21 remember that was like the closest to the crazy level of winter we've experienced mm -hmm. that is true but we do in in general we do we have do. a winter for everyone that says like do you all just you have one season here no we do get a winter from january to about end of february yeah. if and that. honestly yeah. our winter is kind of miserable though like for instance 
in like 2021, I think I went to Colorado Mm -hmm. and I was colder in Texas than I was in Colorado because Texas has that wind with our like weather, you know? So it's like, it just makes a chill come down your body versus Mm -hmm. like in Colorado, it's kind of just dry. Like there's snow on the ground, but it's not as bad. Also, our freaking grid can't even handle it if we all have our heaters on apparently at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I know for our like two weeks of winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our, our grid, to be fair, Dina, can't handle cold or, or hot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> freaking Texas. True. So Carly, I've discussed that before with other people. Like when you go to a state where, where it's winter, you're like, okay, you know, it's cold over there, but it feels colder in Houston. I think it's because you mentally prep yourself and you're wearing thicker clothes in Denver. Mm. In Houston, we're not wearing thermals, right? Like we don't walk outside with thermals. So you're like, ooh, it's colder here. It's just because we're not prepped for it. We're just wearing a hoodie. Come on. But we whip out our boots and scarves the second it hits like 65. Yeah, it's coming. I feel like that (laughs) boot and scarf day is coming like maybe in a week or two. Like it just needs to be 65 or something. (laughs) Exactly. Han Solo season. Everybody dresses like Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But see, the thing is, like, I was in Denver and, like, yes, I did bring more stuff to prepare for it. But when I realized it wasn't that cold, like, we saw, like, a lot of girls that were taking, like, pictures in their bathing suits in the snow. And so me and my friend wanted to do it. So we did. And it was not bad. Like, we were out there and it did not, it didn't bother us. Like, we had on our boots in a, in a bathing suit. It was crazy. But, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And to be fair, Carly, you were probably partaking in the local Denver fair. Okay. So, no, I wasn't. All right. That's not. <laughs> Carly was like, this is 100% me. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> this is the decision I would make. Oh my God. Okay. Here's a good one. What are those weird rims on the cars everywhere? <laughs> Are they talking about swangers and elbows? Come on. (laughs) Just like get used to it. Just get used to it. It's our car fashion. (laughs) When I was little though, those things kind of scared me because I'm like, I don't want to get too close. I'm going to get cut. Like I don't want to be too close to these. Do they mess up your car if you get too close though? Like I think that they actually do. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I mean, they will hit your tire, but it'll probably hurt the actual like like the rim, the rim. itself more yeah. it's not going to hurt your car mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. their rim might get messed up because if you collide with a car going fast the momentum is going to hit the thing that's sticking out yeah. so it might hurt the uh, elbows more but yeah that's part of houston slap culture that's what it's about here mm-hmm. okay last one and i think we've hinted on this throughout the entire conversation why are texans so freaking obsessed with texas because it's a great place to live i think i mean i think the people yeah. the food um the mm-hmm. culture here is really great. I mean, some of our laws are <laughs> questionable, but besides that, we're also chill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In spite of the flaws, we're still a good state. Mm-hmm. We're right? laid it seems back. Like. We're chill. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all, outside of Texas, I feel like people are really like uptight. Mm-hmm very clickish, very in their own little zone. But in Texas, we're super chill and laid back. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's really friendly. It's like, you know, you're always going to find have a good restaurant to go to. The weather, even though it gets hot, there is like long stretches of time where you can just be outside and do fun things outside longer than other places. Um, so it's just a great place to live. 
Texas forever, Houston forever. I think that was a great way to end it. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing your stupid questions and <laughs> all the listeners who shared theirs as well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank y'all. Yeah, it was so fun. Thanks. That was Dina Kespa, Carlyon Jones, and Hey Houston editor, Brooke Lewis. By the way, do you want really good Houston history, events, and more every morning in your inbox? Then subscribe to our newsletter, Hey Houston, with the link in our show notes or just Google CityCast Houston. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. They scared me about my window at one point. I don't even know when it got hit. Honestly, y'all know I'm not a good driver, so I don't know what happened. But I just know there's like a crack, (laughs) like for one side of the car and to the other side. And they were like, yeah, you need to get that fixed because if you don't, it could just like fall (laughs) in on you. I don't even know if I still got it fixed yet, honestly. Oh my God. years at this point, but we're just going to pray about it. No, they're just trying to get you to fix it. (laughs) They're just trying to get that insurance claim on you. That's all it was. (laughs)